July 28th, 1978. Pook! There aren't any words in this one. There aren't any when words we in this were going to do this, you said, I'm saying the date and you're saying the words. And I was like, okay, I was fully prepared to say words. I played a trick on you. <laughs> now you have to play a trick on the listeners by removing this. Um, like that. Because that was rubbing against my leg and I didn't want it clattering against the microphone and making sounds. Oh. I see. Yeah. How one said this is a funny comic. This is, I laughed out loud when I saw this. This is genuinely, (laughs) this is genuinely very good. (laughs) I think it's like one of only two genuinely funny Garfield comics. Are we talking about Garfield already? Mm. Have we, are we, are we going to, to cut out the usual 45 minutes of just abject toss? You've not fixed Optimus Prime. You've put his skirt on funny. Look, it's all a wobble. There we go. Do not... Yeah, you know why? Because there's a raccoon in there now. There is not a raccoon in Optimus. Do not be Starscream at me. Do not do not be a, a mischievous deceptic. But please repair the front of Optimus Prime. Oh, do not there's t- a raccoon in the other side as well. Do not touch Optimus Prime and go, oh, this is disrespectful to the leader of the Autobots. There's two raccoons in there there's now. No, we don't even have the sufficient Lego to make a raccoon. Could we make a raccoon out of the Lego? I'm using my imagination. Well, don't. There are now two raccoons in Optimus Prime. Do not, one of them is trying to drive. We've got a Remy situation do happening. Not, do not do this. Could you drive Optimus Prime? If he let you, you'd have to ask. Well, that's the thing. Like, is it is it possible? Yeah. Or, like, so is the inside of Optimus Prime's, like... What's the cab? Cab, that's the word. Is it like a fully working truck thing? So, like, if Optimus just wanted to, like, think about something else for a bit and you were a trained truck driver, could you drive Optimus Prime? If you let. Like, with consent, obviously. Yeah. Can't see see of a reason not to. Like, is Optimus Prime an automatic? He's an Autobot. Yeah, but, like, in terms of, like, would you have to change gears? Or is it like an? Is he like an electric car? He changes from a robot to a big. Truck. Yeah, I know, but these are important questions. There are probably. Can you please fix Optimus Prime? <laughs> no. This is. There like, are raccoons in there now, and like, I don't want to close the door on them. This is first. Oh, it's not a door. This is like yesterday <laughs> when a bit of Optimus Prime fell off and went under the desk, and it was all I could think about until I find until I found it. It just ruined my day, knowing that it was down there and I hadn't yet found it. Turned out it was on top of the um, gang plug. That we've got. Oh, that's good. We should probably explain. This is a Lego Optimus Prime. Without any raccoons in it. Well, it's got two imaginary raccoons in it now. Well, you've got imaginary raccoons in you if we're playing the imagination game where we just say things that aren't true. You do not want to play with me in this space, do you? I want you to close the front of... I want you to have some respect for the leader of the Autobots. No. He didn't die and then come back to life to save us all. How many times did he come back to life? It feels like in the more, one, in one the, more than there should have been. There was an episode. So the third season was set after the film. And the that's film. The film. And that's where Optimus Prime was dead and Rodimus Prime was the leader. There was an episode where there were like they went to... A sort of Autobot graveyard, like a big floating mausoleum, uh, the size of Manhattan. Didn't like loads of them come back as ghosts? Starscream came back as a ghost. Starscream feels like he should be a ghost anyway. Starscream is very disrespectful. There was a um, this floating mausoleum, and then something happened to the dead Transformers that brought them back as kind of zombies, and like they were kind of weirdly grey and dead. 
and it was genuinely quite unsettling. That's horrible. Yeah. Like the um, thing in the ice cap in the... Um, Sonic? No, the... What's it? The Piltdown Man. No, so I've been reading the um, More Than Meets the Eye comics, and the one oh. the one that's set up in the like North Pole, or, or the equivalent of a North Pole, it's not the North Pole, because it's not on Earth, but it's like an ice world. And so there's a that. oh, did you know it's like zombies? It's horrible. Oh no! Yeah, like zombie robots. That's the last thing we need. Oh, it's it's really creepy. I I need to keep reading those. Um, They're really good. I want to read Happy, uh, the Grant Morrison comic, because I've been rewatching the series, and it's very good. And I'd imagine that the comic would be weird, just because you know that's what it is. Yeah. Should we say what this is? No. <laughs> So a couple of weeks ago, we didn't say who we were. No, and this we... week, you don't want to say what this is. I think do you, it... do you want to say what it's not? It's not a podcast about Garfield. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> it's not, though. We've just spent like a good five minutes talking about Transformers. It was a good five minutes. I want to get a Masterpiece Starscream. So the Masterpiece series were sort of cartoon-accurate robot modes. Mm-hmm. But like proper looking vehicle modes, and they were well fancy and metal. And I had a masterpiece Optimus Prime, and it was really good. I Is that the one that you sold? Yes. Kind of want the masterpiece Starscream. He comes with a crown and with a cape. Of course after he does. When he crowned himself king after binning off Megatron's still alive body, um, and who then obviously got snaffled up by Unicron and turned into Galvatron, who reduced Starscream to rubble. That I feel like Starscream. He brought that on brought yourself. That on himself, yeah. He he had the Constructicons playing trumpets, but they actually like played the trumpets with their mouths, which I guess implies lungs. Well, I I mean, I know they, they must... have exhaust pipes because cars. Unless the trumpets were electronic trumpets. Well, they 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 you know, how and it was cartoons, like a digital signal. You know how in cartoons trumpets sort of swell. And oh, to, go, to, oh to, den- to denote. To denote breathing a trumpet is being played yes they did that that feels like it answers or raises more questions than it answers mm, maybe the trumpets were transformers and that maybe was a slightly wider trumpet maybe the transformers have like a sort of blowing function like a go because they might need to like they might need... <laughs> if they want to blow some dust off their spectrums. yeah or maybe if there's a like small insect nearby an like... insecticon yeah, that's on on their sandwich. Right, their their energon. Their energon sandwich. sandwich. If you were a transformer, what would you transform into? Me. Mm. I don't know. Probably something to do with gardening. That would be quite like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> no, because that'd be a bit rubbish. Well, yeah, it's just it's just a wheelbarrow with a watering can in it, <laughs> and the watering can becomes your backpack. Maybe, or no, I I, I don't know, like a. One of them, um, a ride-on lawnmower. There you go. A ride-on lawnmower. Yeah. I, I could see that working, because then you could have the blade as like a little sort of... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know what I'd transform into. I, I did say to Paul Foxroth that it would be a golf cart, because I just think that's quite funny. <laughs> like a, a little golf buggy with complete... Oh, no. Are you going to spit tea everywhere? Are you gobbing tea? No, into... I managed to swallow it. I just took a big drink of tea and then you said golf cart. And and said golf cart. No, but imagine, because it would be a transformer. <laughs> it would be a shit thing to transform yeah, it. It would be all beige. And he'd, <laughs> he'd have like plaid trousers and a cap. 
And then... Um, his weapon would just be a golf club. Well, no, the, the, the weapon, I think, would be a bazooka, but it's the caddy. Yeah. Like, not the caddy as in the person who carries your clothes. <laughs> yeah, just for a, a moment, then. Well, yeah. there was a series of comics where blokes turned into the weapons of Transformers. Uh, they were called Target Masters, and it was little mans from a planet that got all roboted up and would turn into their guns. That's, Similar to that the headmasters and power masters. That sounds unsettling. Yes, one of them was what would be the worst like that? The worst transformer. Survivor. The worst. Well, one of them turned into a so perceptor turned into a microscope. Yeah, but that's cool. And wasn't the, he the also like a little a fun, lab? The toy was a functioning microscope. Wasn't he a little lab as well? I he said little lad. Wasn't he a little lad? A he little was a lad. Yeah, it was a little. Yeah. Bringing the hovis up the hill to the transformers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he had like a little lab as well. I, he did. I think that's I mean, quite cool. It's quite cool, but I, I don't. The problem with that is, it's fundamentally useless on its own. Yes, you need somebody so, to. Well, that's why because some of them, some of the transformers, like, and I and I suspect that this is more to do with retconning an existing toy line in order to yes, sell it to impressionable, impressionable young children. Um, I suspect that that's more to do with that. But that you know, you could say something about um, a society which you know is interdependent. That in order to function, you need other people, mm. but some of them are too independent. You know, like Optimus Prime becomes a truck. Like well, no could... one needs to drive Optimus Prime; he can drive himself. That's potentially quite interesting if you if you stick with Megatron's original transformation, which was a gun, the Walther PPK, mm. and then the later stuff in the comics where he was a like a, a tank, a, a, a rebellion, like a rebel, like he yeah. he, he led a rebellion against you know being a slave race. It, what was it? Was his, it was like. Physical essentialism, basically. Wasn't yes, um, and so you could argue that 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 fits in with a society of unity. If you transform into something that requires somebody else to use, that's that's inherently. But he 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 transformed into a weapon, into a of, weapon destruction, of destruction. Yes, which required someone else to use. So it was kind of working against itself and for itself at the same time. I think that's a more interesting thought than it was meant to yes, be. Yes, that's what I meant about, you know, the sort of you can retcon something interesting. And sometimes that's where interesting stuff comes in, where you have a, a very um, narrow field within which to, you know, a narrow space to play in. Hmm. Sometimes those constraints can actually lead to more creativity. Have you just invented Midrush? No. Okay. No, I think it's just, you know, that, it's that this is why playing games, tabletop games with with rules can be a good thing. I just think that a golf cart would be shit because they're very slow. Oh, so, so it would actually go... At, yeah. See, I was imagining a golf cart that went Wanging around far too quickly and yeah, and, and wanged around at speed and took corners very dangerously. No, 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 no. This would be... And just rolled all the time. This would be a golf cart travelling at golf cart speeds. It would transform into a beige robot with plaid trousers and a cap. With plus fours? Yes. And I, I think that would be... A shit robot. I don't know what he'd be called. Um, Not Golfatron. Don't, don't be silly. Yeah, but it would be, wouldn't like, it? Like Nine Iron or something. Oh, no. Well, my name's Nine Iron and I'm here to... Autobots, <laughs> transform and roll out. <laughs> All the, other... <laughs> All the other Autobots are like five miles just, away. Just way off in the <laughs> distance. Going, it's just going. <laughs> it would only be funny, or rather it would be funniest, if he like did not care. 
or like had no idea that I, he was useless and slow. I am going. He would have to be very, very arrogant. Well, not so much arrogant, but like self-assured. I think I'm probably going to end up commissioning an artist to draw this. Somebody who draws Transformers. Like maybe drop Abby a line and say, "Can I give you money to draw my my OC Nine Transformer Iron. Nine Iron?" He transforms into a golf cart. He has plus fours and a cap, and he's shit. I oh no no because then I'm supporting an artist and a friend, and I get. One of the stupidest bits of Transformers fan art you could wish to see. Yeah, I, yeah, mm. I, I can see the appeal. I'm not not tempted, and no. you know, what would else? What what else would I spend that money on? More clothes, <laughs> trousers without a rip in the bottom. Not on my watch. I have a question yes. about what Transformers eat. Well, it, it's it's Energon. Transformers. But, like, do they do cooking? Or is it just, like, do they just have fuel? Is I, food not a thing for them? In in my head, I can see a Transformer with an apron and a chef's hat and a frying pan. That's what I was thinking. And I don't know if that's from the cartoon. Or if that's just or your head. Or if that's just come, come unbidden to me, fully formed, like a like a revelation. I, I think they just consume Energon, which is also a currency and a few Oh so it's like they're trading it's burgers. Like, well it's like salt basically salt was a, was a currency is a food. I like my idea better. You like your they're trading burgers. Oh god imagine or Ritz crackers. opening your wallet and there's just <laughs> like burgers. patties of burger. That would be so Oh that would be five burgers please. No, no I wouldn't like Hang on what if you bought a burger? <laughs> well exactly this is the that problem. Would be two burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy a burger. Yeah, that's, that's two burgers. But then, like, that's like buying gold with gold. Right. Okay. So we're going back to that. So it's not a fiat currency, and Fort Knox is just it stinks <laughs> on hot days. It's just, it's just yeah. a real whiff yeah. of yeah. of burger vans. Yeah, that's why it's called. They're called. You know, money is called greenbacks because it's covered in in gherkins. Oh, because it's covered in gherkin and like yeah. lettuce. Yeah. Right, okay. So you look very, you look genuinely so pleased with this. Like it's just something about it has tickled me. Absolutely beaming. Like, would you get mini burgers as well? Or or what would happen is that people would start printing pictures of burgers. Right, and then and then move on to fear currency. Yeah. You took a bite out of your burger, I say, I say, I say, would that be Bitcoin? I say, I say, I say. Yeah, I've ruined it because I made a um what what was your word like? A, not a structured joke, not an intentional joke. What was that? What like organized fun? An organized joke. Yeah, it was an organized joke. Was it an organized I think joke. So, yeah. Is the term that yeah, you? Yeah, an organized you joke. So kindly used a couple. Yeah. A couple of podcasts ago. Speaking of which, hello and welcome to I don't like. Mon- you told everyone you shouldn't do that. <laughs> welcome Carry to on. whatever this is. <laughs> what it is. It's an unedited podcast hosted by me, Guy Kelly. And me, Kat Kelly. And what is fundamentally is is a form of disrespect, both to us and doing to the podcast listeners. and to our listeners. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I, I haven't done my mime podcast for a couple of weeks. No. But I like to think that I'm building up tension and I'm getting people, because it, it was a cliffhanger. Did you conclude with being stuck in a box? Well, I was stuck in a box, and then the box started getting smaller. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Yeah, so part two of two is, is the that bot. your phone? Yeah, that's um, that's Jack ringing me. And I shall not answer his call. Um, oh. I hope he's well. Drop him a message. I shall not. Okay. Well, he can, he can bloody wait. Do you know what? 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 I need the loo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will turn this podcast around. <laughs> you should have gone before we set off. I did. I had a horrible feeling then that I hadn't pressed record and that we'd just been talking to each other like idiots. Oh, that would be nice. Well, no, because we were telling lies about... Look, you've got his I'm front not telling lies. No, I haven't. What do you mean? His front looks well, bad. Well, that bit. No, yeah, but it just bit. does. The down, the down front. That the front, bit. that's the, that's what definitely the side. No, down, that there bit. we go. No, it's not. It's fine. Look, it's, it's, it's in as far as it'll go. It's Lego. It's not going to be perfect. Whoop. Oh, my God. Oh, do no. Not, Five raccoons have just got in the front. Do oh. not rudely lift up the front of Optimus Prime and then play imagination games. Yeah, I will on, play imagination not on, games. Not on this podcast. That's not what it's for. Imagination games. They're fun. <sighs> you don't imagine raccoons enough. Well, I... Look, he's winking. He, Hang on. That's not here. I don't disrespect the things that you enjoy. Yes, you I... do. Oh my god! <laughs> you, the calumny! I am astonished you didn't choke as those words passed your lips. Don't give me two examples. Larp. That doesn't count because that's inherently mockable. Games. What do you mean games? Like, like tabletop games. I don't make fun of tabletop games. You do when I play them. No, I do not. I, how dare I do not? You make fun of all kinds of things. Sometimes when you're out of the house, I put on your karate gi and black belt, and I make whooshing noises. That's another with my thing hands. you've made you've made fun of. I I obviously don't do that because I think that would be fundamentally disrespectful to the amount of work that you've done. But you, you do still like make fun of karate. I do not make fun of karate. Sometimes I do this, <laughs> but I don't. I don't, I don't know I what don't, that is. That's karate. Is it? Is do it again. Do it again. <laughs> That's correct. The guy just sort of moved his arms around in a way that is fundamentally. In a way that's. that's it's a one of those things that's quite interesting. Like, that's what someone does when they think they're doing karate. And then when you know what karate is, you look at it and you go, What on earth are you doing? Is it a little bit like when people pretend to talk French and go, Oh, believe it's all that. Like that. And then when you actually speak French, you're like, you're, like, you're just making mouth Yeah, sounds. I think so, yeah. Or like listening to that song that's the... the yeah, cool and Cuso. The, by the Italian is. man who just sort of wrote some syllables that he thought sounded like English. And it, it makes you feel like you're having a stroke when you listen to there it. There was a scene in one of the Fargo series, which is they go to a bridge competition and that song is, is playing and it's a very stylized sort of sequence of scenes of them sitting down like getting their deck sorted. Do they understand cards. bridge? They, yeah, they are. They are the high-level bridge Right, players. I was going to say, because it, it would be very um, appropriate <laughs> if they did not it. understand no, bridge. No, and it, it just it just looks very cool and is quite fitting with that nonsense song playing. Because mm-hmm. as we all know, bridge is a nonsense game. I like bridge. I've I have never played it. it. I wouldn't know where to begin. No, I used to play a little bit at university. It was I, fun. I know. Mm. Your, one of your exes played bridge. You did? I don't really... I've never really played cards. Why don't we play cards for uh, he sneeringly replied? Just to make it interesting, we'll have a shilling on the side. So that song, Ernie the Fastest Milkman in the West, not only does it suggest, it doesn't even suggest, it says there's an afterlife. I'm sure I've talked about this on this podcast. There's an afterlife. 
Um, a milkman life is full of fun in that airy dairy land where the something are angels and ferocious dogs are banned. So he goes to heaven. He goes to milkman heaven. Mm. And then he gives up milkman heaven to haunt the man who killed him and the traumatised ex that that man is now living with. So it could be that he's just visiting. It could be that, like, you know, of an evening he comes back from Milkman Heaven just to, you know, for a day visit or an oh, evening visit. Okay. So you think part of part of Heaven is having a pass to come down? Yeah, and, and just haunt, haunt people who were, like, One person shit who wronged you. you and the other person who really didn't wrong you in any way. Yeah. Sue didn't wrong him. Sue watched her lover die because of a stale pork pie that caught him in the eye when Ernie bit the dust. That entire song is in my brain. And it is, yeah. There's other things that could have been in there. Yeah. It's one. It's it's one of those things. It's a collection of sounds that have taken up residence but thing in is, your in your little your your lovely glorious explosion in a spaghetti factory brain. But you could hear the hoofbeats pound as they raced across the ground. That's... And the clatter of the wheels. As Don't forget your tea. Don't tell me what to do. I'll... Do forget your tea. Well, that's still telling Don't me Don't drink what your to tea. Do. Stop. Well, Don't drink your tea. This is like when the robots in Mitchells versus the Machines were going dog, pig, bread. Dog, pig, bread. Dog, pig, bread. If you give me two conflicting things, both of which I want to disobey, I will go for It must be exhausting having both ADHD and... The what's it oppositional defiance and autism on top of that? You don't know I'm autistic. <laughs> we all know you're autistic, love, and Listen, that's fine. That's fine. There's some suggestion that it might be the case, but until there's the like 900 completed forms, including one from the NHS, that suggest that you are strongly autistic, and this is fine. But the long and the short of it is. Having oppositional defiance on top of... Is this how I short-circuit you? I tell you to both simultaneously drink your tea and not to drink your tea. Yes, and then I exist in a sort of a space like, between like a worlds. Like a cat that's been dropped from a, a wall with a, with, with a, with a slice of like buttered toast on its back, just T- rotating perpetually. Tuttered boast. Mm. A toaster would be a shit transformer. Absolutely not. A whole series of Transformers that are like kitchen implements. Well, do you remember the McDonald's Happy Meal toys that were... Yes, I had like, a burger that was a Transformer. I had the chips. Did you? Was a Transformer. I had the burger. I had no idea that it was something to do with Transformers. I, just I, thought I don't it was think interesting. it was Transformers no, branded. I, think, like, no. I don't think that was a Decepticon. Had that, and there was also... I can't remember... If, I think we might have got it in America, actually, when we went out Ooh. there in like 1989 or whatever it was. Um so when we went to America, to Florida, um, The Little Mermaid was out in America and it was out like six months before here because that was the way things were in, yes. the, in the past. Films used to go out in America like a year before they did everywhere else. Um, and we went to see it in the cinema in Florida. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we went to McDonald's and got a Happy Meal and I got like a little floating aerial that you could go in the bath and it sort of floated. So that and um, the burger for me, there's just, I can I can see the shapes of them and the feel of them. You know what I mean? Mm. There's like kind of the strong sense impressions that things make when you're small and you don't really have a very big bank of sense impressions. Mm. So, so things take up a disproportionate amount of space on your shelves. Um, I was thinking about having some shelves here. Oh, they get in the way of the... Um, well, yeah, then I'd move yeah. the green screen forwards. Yeah, some shelves. I want to. I know we're getting back. I was going to say, have we, have we forgotten that we're recording? We've a forgotten podcast, we're recording. We need. We want. I want some modular 
things like the nice do you know what i mean so the television Cellular, goes in the middle and modular, then and then there's like all around do you know the modular, ones i mean yes. that'd be quite nice would that not be very imposing potentially i don't i don't want imposing yeah potentially but it might also i mean in television we set back a bit as well mm, this is good audio and yeah no it is this actually is, this, yeah. is, this is good <laughs> good radio sometimes um, i forget we're doing a podcast yes but like people have said lovely things about this, about just enjoying yeah. the sound of us uh, talking absolute fucking. And it's nice bollocks. to have something on in the background, isn't it? When you you know doing other more important things. Well, don't just leave dead air while I'm drinking tea. That was your prime time to be. No, like, I'm just waiting for you to drink your tea. But oh my god! Thank you for uh, drinking this, your this tea. This is an unedited pod. Why do I look at the camera when I say this? I don't know. Because it's the microphone that yeah, does the sound. Yeah, I think it's because you're so used to capturing. Twitch streaming. The microphone is like fly Ooh, it's got paper. hair on it. Sorry about this, no, everyone. But that's the audio hair. That we need that. That's it's got part, cat hair all that's over. That's part it. of the, the. That's that's what it's for. Oh, it's covered in cat hair. Yeah, How is it covered in cat hair? Because your cat rubs its bottom on it. Oh, is that why? Bourbon, Does bourbon, bourbon actually rub against past it and, and brushes against it? Oh, what a rude animal! Because he's dreadful. He is actually, isn't he? So every week we look at a Garfield comic strip, and we provide this sort of detailed analysis. You look furious with me. You look genuinely quite angry. I'm just gazing off into the distance, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. No, it's just... Uh, Guy Kelly cannot read facial expressions. Well, yeah, but when you're going... I, I wasn't, know, that was just... That was a completely dog. neutral expression. I was just sort of hazing out. <laughs> <laughs> and you interpreted it as fury. This is episode... This explains a lot. This is episode 40. Is it? Oh, yeah, we've oh been my doing goodness. this for, for 40 happy, episodes. Happy 40. Uh, Quin... Quindecahedron. Don't say Quindecahedron at me. Do not say shapes at me. A, what's a dodecahedron? Is that a 12-sided oh, 12. shape. What's a... Square. 10-sided. That's a decahedron. It's a decahedron. What's an eight-sided shape? An can you have an eight-sided shape? Or an octagon. No, can you have an eight-sided shape? If you want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a 3D one? Yeah. Can you have a sided shape that is any number or does, apart from two? No, three. You couldn't have a sided shape that had three. Yeah, you could. Well, oh, I suppose you could if they were curved. Yes, there we go. And two if they were... like a Like an almond is... A two-sided shape. <laughs> I don't think it is. In 3D. Is it? Topographically, I guess. I mean, if you if you discount like all the textures and all the rest of it. But like an almond, I reckon. Welcome to anyway. discounting the textures with Cat Kelly. Having a little maths reckon. <laughs> you shouldn't have a maths reckon. It's I've not It's nice today. to think about shapes. Is it not? <laughs> Fuck me. You have a first from Cambridge. <laughs> It's nice to think about shapes. Well, yeah, it is. Is it? Is yeah. it like, is relaxing. It, what, what's your favourite shape to think about? Friend shape. So you say that, like, see, that, see you just you just mocked me for something. I, I so think that's kind of a valid, Colin. My favourite shape. Mockery, you think? I quite like a pentagon. Okay. Those are quite nice, because they're, like, also the shapes of some starfish. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if you'd watched Donald in Magicland, you would understand this. Yeah, the shapes of some starfish. Starfish are good shapes. Starfish shapes. 
Yeah. Okay. So you're not a- necessarily like a brittle starfish or one of the ones with like ten thousand legs. They are interesting, and I recognise and respect their place in the ecosystem. But I feel they've got too many legs without being an octopus. Having too many legs without being an octopus is this like the greatest crime of the animal kingdom? Well, it's just you can you can have many legs, but you've got to be an octopus. Like, yeah, just stay in your lane, starfish. You know. What about millipedes? Millipedes are fine. What about spiders? Millipedes are millipedes and spines. Spiders are fine. Um, like cuttlefish. Cuttlefish are fine. Squids are fine because they've got like a kind of. They've got something of the octopus about them. <laughs> right. But a starfish... Is it too firm? Yeah, a starfish should have five legs, I think. <laughs> and I think a star... Or, or be like a little, you know, like those pincushion ones or whatever they're called, cushion stuff. You know, the ones is, that are fat. This and... is now the title of this episode, episode 40. <laughs> a starfish should have five legs. But do you know what I mean, though? Like, the I, little starfish that are fat and, like, like little puffy stickers. The little chubby stuff. They're gorgeous. I love them very much. Right. But they've got five little sort of edges to them. Right. And that's fine. And that's some, okay. Some starfish just get a little bit over-enthusiastic. Right, okay. Do and they, they go overboard on the number of legs. Are they too spicy? They're too spicy. They, they will only let themselves down. <laughs> yeah. Layla, you're being too... Sp- I wonder what Layla's up to now. I think uh, she's being too spicy. In a park, Running on a around. long lead, mm. because she but cannot she be let off a lead. Because she will let herself She will let she herself down. Um, barking at a dog. Yep. Or just running around, like, excitedly saying hello to a small child with an ice cream. Oh, Layla, you are too spicy. <laughs> a very nice dog. He's being very spicy today. <laughs> I enjoy that. <sighs> um, what were we talking about? Starfish. Transformers, starfish shapes, starfish. legs. Are what? there any Transformers that transform into sea creatures? Because there the, were the dinosaur the cons. Did you just make that up? Uh, I don't think so. I think they were a kind of Decepticon. And they were all sort of sea monsters, and then they connected together to form a big bastard. Were any of them nice sea animals? I don't think Are so. there any Transformers that transform into nice things? Are, are they all like... 1980s ideas of what masculinity should be. Well, the Beast Wars, they turned into beasts, so you got... Yeah, but they're uh, all... Uh, see, see my previous statement. Like a, a, 1980s a, ideas of what masculinity should be. Violence is essential, with a capital V. It's all violence all the time. Um, apart from Perceptor. Apart from Perceptor. Who I've got a lot of time for, because he was... Intro- that's like, it's almost gesturing towards something that they, they could have been. Like a nice sort of... Thoughtful. Um, why has it all got to be guns? Why Why has it all and got to tanks. be guns? You, you shouldn't solve problems with guns. You should solve problems with talking. And microscopes. And, and microscopes. You should look at very small things and go, oh, if they're very small to us, maybe we're very small to other things. I kind of want to get a, a, little, a little, like a little microscope. Not a really expensive one, obviously. But one with a little light underneath, so I can look at some pond water and some water from the fish tank. Get a USB microscope and be all like, Oh my god, and oh take pictures that. of amoebas. You could stream looking at pond water. And rotifers. Like, oh look, here's some water. Maybe some water fleas. Yeah, this is what a pollen looks like. Look out! Oh no, my nose. That would be quite uh-huh. nice, actually. Yeah, it would. Uh, it's, a th- enjoy... it's a thing we can do. I used to enjoy doing that in biology class. I think they had them a little. Well, back, you know, in, the mid, in the middle aisle. Little you 
USB microscopes. I, I feel like little had some USB microscopes. Oh, I kind of want one. You should pronounce microscope microscope. 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 Oh, I see you're being Greek. Micros. Well done. Micros, micros, Kali. <laughs> Are you all right? I'm very tired. Right, okay. <laughs> had a little bit of broken sleep last night and some bad dreams. Oh, no. Yeah. I was convinced it was the bin bin this morning when I heard the, the clattering of the... No, the clattering of the thing was... myself out of bed. The clattering was me putting the bins out. Thank you for that. It is much mm. better when we prepare the bins the evening yes, before. it's less of a panic, sort of. Rather than to go, ah! and then worrying about the approbation of it the It would be much better bin if bin. we had collective bins. Socialised bins. Well, you know, for the whole estate, if you just had a, some big bin that you could just shove your bin bags into. You would get in that. I would not. See, there's you. another thing. You were mocking me. That's not mocking you. That's just saying that you would rummage about in some bins. I'd like to go dumpster This diving. is the thing. Out of the two of us, who is more likely to rummage in a bin? Yes, it's you. Right. Would you or would you not be fascinated rummaging around like in a skip? No. A, no it's no, disgusting. No, but like a dry skip. No. Not a skip of all lettuce it's and scrambled It's all full egg. of grot. But like where there's machines and stuff that have been thrown out. Like if No. A, Ugh. Dirty. Yeah, well, no, you wouldn't Dirty go... Dirty and, and dangerous. Well, you wouldn't go into, like, the poo bags, but if there was a, a bin that had, like... No. ...a machinery in it, you'd be like, oh, oh let's have a look at that. It's no, like when we what go if to it's the... got all, like, electrical things in it? Well, it will have all electrical... Do you mean no, capacitors? capacitors, yeah. <laughs> like, live capacitors? Yeah. Well, then you wouldn't touch the live capacitors. I, no, I don't... And it's all sharp and dirty. It's like when, oh, it's no. like when we go to the tip... And you're like, oh, we could have a little, just rummage around amongst all the, the electronics and see what there is. Oh, lovely. <laughs> we need to get to a cum boot sale. I've had a book called The Art and Science of Dumpster Diving on my Amazon wish list for about have 10 you now? years. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I have. <sighs> we, do, we do also need to go to a car boot sale. So that you can... Look at other people's shirts. Look at other people's rubbish. Oh, I love a boot sale. We'd, I, we'd come back with so much. I occasionally crap. have dreams that I go to a boot sale and such as Transformers are on sale. I'm, yeah. like, I'm having that. I also have dreams where I find like a load of my old Mega Drive games from before I sold them. Mm. Oh well. Yeah. Then sometimes I dream I win the lottery, but it's like seven pound fifty. <laughs> I'm like, great, thanks, brain. <laughs> dream big. This is cool. Nice. I dreamt a few weeks ago that I won that like win ten thousand pounds a week thing mm. or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, and the sense of like palpable relief in my brain that was like, oh, I could, I could go down to part time hours. I could, <laughs> I could, oh, I could finally, finally save up to afford my own house that I can, you know, like have the security of, of I'm responsible for rather than the whim of a landlord. Let's, I could, get, let's all keep these it light things. before I start panicking again. Yeah, all those things. And then I was just like, woke up, oh, fuck. Never mind. So if you're Jim Davison would like to give us £10,000 a month, go yeah, that'd to nice. patreon.com slash podcast, mm. which may or may not be this podcast, because, as Catherine has made clear, we're not telling you what this is today. <laughs> no, today you must figure it out for yourself. <laughs> Please send your answers on an electronic postcard on via a, the medium of Twitter on a tweet. to IDLM podcast. <laughs> um, and please let us know what you think this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> I 
The winner. There will be a winner. Oh. There is a prize, and the prize will be a five-minute drawing on a post-it note of what this podcast is about. Every day you wake up and choose mischief. <laughs> yes. It's just a case of... It's of, like a degree. It's of like what the scope kind and scale. of mischief. Yeah. The scope, scale, and tone. Mm. Excuse me. And that's the first yawn of the podcast. Welcome on in, everybody. Now we can start properly listening. Should we review this comic? No. (laughs) (laughs) What I really like is how you're, like, trying to build professional content and a little media kind of, you know, um, series of offerings. Mm. And I am thwarting you at every turn. You're like the opposite of the rat from Ratatouille. Yes. In the sense that, that you would sit... I'm just sit... scampering around your feet, tripping you up while you're trying to cook soup. I was going to say you would sit on the chef's hat and just, just do wanker gestures. <laughs> um... I asked this on Twitter the other day. What would be the worst situation for like a Ratatouille scenario? Mm. Don't say sex because that's a boring answer. Someone suggested like Vicar conducting a funeral, which I thought was pretty bad. Surgery of any description. (laughs) But but the thing is, Remy was very oh yeah that's true was very competent. So actually, surgery of any description that would be basically like the robotic surgery that I had recently. That was a Ratatouille. Okay. A British Sign Language interpreter, where the person who's supposed to be doing the interpretation knows BSL, but the rat doesn't. <laughs> It'd be like that, um, wasn't there a thing on the news or something where they got someone in to do BSL interpretation and it turned out that the person didn't know BSL at all and they were just waggling their arms that, around? <laughs> that can't be true. I'm sure this happened. What? I'm sure this actually happened. Well, I need to check that. Yeah, and I, I, if I dreamt it, that's a brilliant dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, if I dreamt it, that's a brilliant dream. But I'm pretty sure it actually happened. Well, I've, well, now I want to stop this podcast and try and find it <laughs> because that would be oh, what a horrible oh, optician. Si- that would be a bad, a bad ratatouille situation. Not, but they're getting competent. This is the thing. Yeah. So that's. It, yeah. So I. Well, then I'm just thinking like rat exterminator. Yeah, that was also that's a suggestion, sad. which was sad. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, if as, if, as long as it's a competent head rat, it's, then yeah, you're fine because you've got a competent yeah. rat. Um, Psychological counsellor. I guess that's the thing. It's you, got, it's got to be job, physical. Any job that doesn't, physical. No, any job that doesn't wear a hat is a bad job because you'd have but, a yeah, rat on your head. But... <laughs> so a counsellor would be bad because you'd, they'd be talking to you and you'd just be staring six inches above their eyes <laughs> at the rat on their head. And they'd be like... Well, well the, the person's just blank-eyed and the rat is nodding thoughtfully. Continue, it mimes. Sorry, I am listening. I'm just... Do you know that you've got a... It's just on... You've got something... <laughs> no up a bit. It's... <laughs> no, no up... No. It's, it's winking at me. <laughs> it's... Do you... Have you got a mirror? Do you, do you mind if I take a do you mind if I take a picture? All right, a Dracula. That would be the worst job for a rat. A Dracula. A Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. That's yep. it. Yeah. That's that question answered. Next. Pop it in the books. Pop, pop it in the the guy's record. Books. Oh dear. I suppose we better talk about this comic. It is quite a funny comic though. This comic, when I saw it, 
genuinely and sincerely made me laugh out loud. Yeah. Because this comic, dear listeners, is a sequel. It's the follow-up to the famous Pipe comic, much which like, a lot of people don't realise there people, is. No, yeah. it's like Judy's Turn to Cry or Julie's Turn to Cry, which is the follow-up song of It's My Party yeah. and I'll Cry If yeah, I Want yeah, To. Yeah, yeah. And this follows immediately on from the Garfield Smoking a Pipe comic. And yeah. so I do we, you, do we need to recap that? I think I, we probably do. So last issue, last episode, episode 39... We covered the famous Garfield comic, where John sits reading the paper, puts the paper down, looks at the reader and says, Now, where could my pipe be? And then the final comic is Garfield fully smoking a pipe, and John shouting, Garfield! That's it. Parody to Helen back, Garfield comics, where the last panel's just Garfield smoking the pipe. That wonderful, we said it was five hours, it wasn't, it's an hour long. The wonderful hour long video from Lasagna Cat, which is a thorough explanation and investigation. Of what Garfield smoking a pipe means what, to me. Of what Garfield smoking a pipe means to us all. Yeah. Um, but there's no talk of there being a sequel to it. No, and this is very funny. And I went, honest to God, I was just looking ahead to see how how close we were to the Garfield smoking a pipe comic. And then I clicked onto the next one and I barked with laughter. This genuinely it's made me It's one of the cackle. only few gar- funny Garfield comics. Both... Like the surprise of it being a sequel mm. and the execution of it, this is flawless. <laughs> this this stands up as a comic on its own. As a comic on its own, it's brilliant. Yeah. As a sequel to Garfield smoking the pipe, it's fucking exquisite. I I know when we started this. Like, if you listen to the first episode, we're like, "Oh, Garfield's shit. Oh, Pendulous. Oh, this is rubbish." And there's been a couple of strips that we've. Yeah. We found charming. There's been a couple of strips we found very pedestrian, so on and so forth. This, this is the pinnacle of Garfield. This is the, the fu- This is great. This is very funny. This, it, it, I don't. I don't think it. I think. No, it, this it, is. It was. It was impossible for Jim Davis to continue to to reach this standard. You, yeah, it, he 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 would not have been able to continue churning things out at this level of quality. But I genuinely think this is up there with some of my favourite newspaper comics. Yeah, this is your, a very, with your very counters, funny. Yeah, with your dare I say it, Adams families. This yeah. one, this is funny. Right, first panel. The, f- the first panel. Garf- Follow it immediately, <laughs> immediately on from John so- noticing Garfield smoking his pipe. Right, so picture that in your mind. So is, is that fresh in your in your imagination, listener? Um, we left Garfield. Sitting with a hooded expression, smoking a pipe. First panel of this... And John had noticed. John John called out Garfield's name. Garfield um, is sitting down in exactly the same position, but John is leaning over um, and is snatching the pipe. He has swiped that pipe from from Garfield's mouth. From Garfield's lips. Garfield, um, (laughs) his his mouth is sort of like in a kind of funneled. He's gone, ooh, ooh, the space left behind by the pipe. Like like when we asked our listeners to funnel their lips and hoot a few Uh, episodes ago, which several people did. Excellent. Um, Please take a moment now to funnel your lips and hoot, everybody. Catherine and I are going to... 
Um, yeah, Scarf, he's are, surprised. He's his startled. Eyes are crossed, but not only crossed, they're crossed like they're shaken. It's wide open. Did you wide ever play open, startled the game eyes. frustration with the, the popper in the middle? And it was a, a thin sheet of no. metal with a dome. I've, I know what you mean, and but you press I've not it, played and it. And the dice go. Like I know what you mean, but I've not played it. His eyes are like that. It's like they've been rattled. They're crossed, but one of them one of them's pointing towards the middle, one of them's pointing down a bit. His mouth is open. John is swiping it out of his mouth. He's bent forwards. John's looking angry. Garfield's he, he looking He looks shocked. angry. He looks um, like he's just he's at the end of his tether. He's not yep. going to put up with this shit anymore. There's a there's a there's he's, a it's it's about line. time. John's facial expression says to me, "It's about time this cat learned that he yes. is a cat and he is not he's a human. Not to smoke he is he, he does I've not have enough. he does not have the same rights, responsibilities, and privileges as man. No, this is a beast." And he is there's a there's a big old motion blur, so you can see the way John's arm has travelled, and and it says "pook." I think it's kind of making this effect. noise. Hang I, on, hang on, making that noise. It, well, that was good. It's absolutely going. Yeah, it's been it's been whipped from Garfield's mouth so quickly that it's gone. <laughs> Garfield is shocked. He's I honestly, this is a that in itself panel. is funny. His lips because are a man is. Is snatching a pipe from a cat. Is taking a pipe away from a, which is a thing you should do. Yep. If your cat has a pipe, take the pipe away from this a is, cat. This is why I think this is why these strips, these two strips, work so well for me, and why so much of Garfield doesn't. Is it because, because what truth Jim? To it? What no? What Jim Davis often does is because he's appealing, as I said before, to the lowest possible common denominator to get as wide a base as possible for the merchandise. Everything is explained. Nothing is left to the imagination. You know, Garfield is lazy. We see him sleeping. He says, I am lazy. <laughs> in this comic and the one previously, so much is left unspoken. Literally that, in this that, comic. Yeah, that, that leads to sort of us filling in the blanks. And the act of filling in the blanks is in itself very funny because that it's that kind of gap between what we see um, and what we perceive. Um how how has a cat managed to get hold of pack and light a pipe? Has he done this how, before? Has does he done he, has this he, before? Has he a taste does, for this? Does John's facial expression indicate that this is a regular occurrence? I think it does. Yep. Which again, it, it raises these questions and the fact of those questions complicates the issue. And, and that's one of the reasons why it's funny. It's also funny because the cat is cross-eyed and yes. his mouth is... Yeah. yeah, it's very funny. Now, and, and again, he, he just doesn't do this anymore. Um, additionally, Whereas, what's his name does Gary Larson? Yes. Additionally, the layout is slightly different. Mm. With the exception of the Sunday strips, Garfield comics are normally three panels long. This is four panels. With it begins and ends with your normal wide panel, and then in the middle are two very narrow portrait panels, which gives a um, yeah. So the, it gives the a second symmetry. the second panel has been split in half down the middle. Yes, and the second panel, or the the first bit of first the half panel, of the second first panel, half of yeah. the second panel. Yeah. It was John Arbuckle. He's just standing, eyes hooded, looking into the middle distance. He's just about to put the pipe in yes. his mouth. Mouth open, arm raised, holding the pipe with the stem of the pipe, approaching his lips. He is about to smoke his pipe. The thing he wanted yeah. in the previous strip. He is about to smoke the pipe. And then... In, in the second <laughs> half of the second panel, John Arbuckle is... This is going to be the... Just savour this while you can, because it's going to be the only time we enjoy a Garfield strip. Oh, and I'm really enjoying it. He's, he's looking at, 
at, at the viewer. He's, he's lowered, looking he's, at the Crucially, reader. he's lowered his arm yeah. slightly. He's, he's lowered his arm. He's closed his mouth. He has decided against putting the pipe in his, his mouth. His mouth is upturned. Americans would call that a frown. We his mouth really... is upturned, downturned. Downturned, sorry. His mouth is downturned, like he's like not quite pouting. But... I, th- I think it's like a kind of, imagine, right, if, if you're going to draw this, you draw it as his mouth is a, like a, a straight line. Now, Jim Davis has not done that, but that feels like the expression to me. Yes. and It's like resignation. He's looking bang at Deadpan us. Deadpan resignation. He was about to put the pipe in his mouth. He's lowered he's it from his lips. He's had a moment of thought. He's lowered it from his lips. <laughs> And then the fourth and final panel is Garfield smoking the pipe again. <laughs> it's exactly the same it's, as the previous. Let's, let's have a look at last week's strip. It's almost exactly yeah. the same. It's 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 a different drawing. So kudos to Jim Davis for drawing. He's not it recycled. It's a different. It's, it's it's almost exactly the same position expression. Yes, he's replicated, not reproduced. Yeah, he is. He is. Garfield is smoking the pipe. Again. Garfield smoking the pipe. His eyes are lidded. His ears. Are so this is this is the same expression. This is what I mean about a lesser strip, (laughs) and a later Jim Davis would have shown John putting the pipe back in Garfield's mouth. But as it stands, we're just left to fill in the blanks. You know what, John? John's just said, "Fuck this." I'm just put the pipe back in Garfield's mouth, and Garfield (laughs) has resumed quietly smoking a pipe. And that's it. It's that's it. It's funny. It is funny. <laughs> he, at the last minute, he has realised that that pipe has been in a cat's mouth, <laughs> and he says, "No, thank you." And then, rather than just discard the pipe, it's back in Garfield's mouth. Yeah. Rather than <laughs> rather than clean it, wash it, any of those things. Nope. Just give it to the cat. This is so funny. I never expected a sequel. I certainly never expected, no. especially because the Garfield smokes a pipe comic is everywhere. It's ubiquitous, like it's, yeah, mm. and it, it's no no worse for its ubiquity. But for there to be a sequel, like I say, I laughed out loud when I saw this. Yeah. I was genuinely so when you sick. first when you first showed we this, we had to a me. disagreement, didn't we? Well, the thing is, I didn't quite first realise. I think because I hadn't seen it properly. That John is about to smoke the pipe, he puts it down, he has that moment of realisation that it's been in a cat's mouth and decides not to. I thought there was a bit of a non sequitur. Um, oh, and you I, thought it was like the Garfield's, the, the, the edited strips where it just ends with yeah, Garfield's. And that, and that to me was also very funny. Mm. Um, mm. No, I truly believe that he has just given Garfield. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, your, your interpretation is, is correct. It's just that I, I literally didn't physically see it properly. I think because we were outside in the garden and you showed it to me, I couldn't quite see it. Um, but. Yeah, this this is good. This is actually very good. I I know we say like, oh, uh, don't read the comic, draw it first and send it to us. No, Obviously do look still at do it. that, but do look at but it. But look at this. Look at last week's comic, or la- yesterday's comic if you're in July twenty eighth, nineteen seventy eight, and then look at this. And <laughs> I I defy you not to laugh at this. It's and again, I think I think this is something where. <laughs> This is, this is it, I was about to say, that this is one of the times as well where the, the early expressive, genuine artistic skill involved in in drawing John Arbuckle's face and in drawing Garfield's face in the final panel. Yeah. It, that, like, it's, it, it's the hooded eye expression of Garfield. He's just quietly smoking a pipe. Yeah, he's quietly, contentedly smoking a pipe. John Arbuckle's resignation, his... 
he's about to do it, and then he's like, it's not. You, you could read into this and say it's not just him realizing the, uh, about specifically the pipe; it's his entire life, etc., etc. Et and the fact that there's no thought bubbles, yep, there's no, there's, there's no explanation. I would compare this to the, and it will be not for a very long time yet, but to the cat brush. Yes, strip, I was thinking, which that. is unsuccessful. It uses the same mechanic of, of John brush. doing something, you know, that's associated with the cat. And then Garfield has a quirky, oh, I don't yeah. make a fuss when and I that, use his And that doesn't work. That does not, it's not funny. Yeah. But this is. John's silent realisation. Because, because it's it's deftly painted with minimal strokes. And the more, the, the less work you have to do to understand a joke, the the more, sorry, the, the the less funny it is. I really appreciate how it's nicely symmetrical. It's yeah. mirrored. It's Garfield yeah. having the pipe removed. John, John, Garfield with the pipe. Smoking a pipe. And the fact that it is four panels rather than three, and the two panels are split, it gives it, it's genuinely a really pleasing yes. yeah. symmetry. It's fucking lovely. Like, John just absently about to put the pipe imagine, in his mouth, and then just... Imagine if Garfield had continued to be this... This would be great. As, yeah. as we say, churning out this quality, if you are like, A, if you're trying to build a media empire. B, if you're not Gary Larson. B, if you're not Gary Larson. It's really good, Catherine. This is this is very funny. And the fact that it just, <laughs> it just ends smoking a pipe. with the exactly same Exactly the image. same. <laughs> it's so good. How would you rate this strip out it's of 10? It's 10 out of 10 it's for 10 me. Of, it's, it's absolutely 10 out of 10. It's super. It's funny. And, and, yeah. I can't believe I've laughed out loud at a Garfield yeah. comic When strip. I saw this, I was so excited to show you. I was like, Catherine has to see this. This is this surprised me. Not only that there was continuity between, between strips, but the quality of it. Mm. The quality of this joke and the The visual storytelling and, and the, the timing... <laughs> Um, he gave him the pipe back. Yeah, the 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 choice of what beats to hit in terms yeah, of the visual storytelling, what we, what we see, see, what we don't see, the the space within which is given to us, the trust that's placed in the reader to do our own thinking, is that's why it's so good. So much of Garfield just takes all of that away and serves up something incredibly bland, where everything's already explained. It's predicated on a a series of existing or something we yeah. already know but this it's it's refreshing and and novel um and i never thought i would say that about garfield yeah it's funny it's, it's genuinely funny. funny um it's a shame it's all downhill from here yeah this, this is great honestly listeners check it out uh should we ruin our mood by looking at the comments because yeah, these fine. are gonna these are gonna suck i can feel it in my water i've not checked these i have to say um, oh Sonic Wind, uh, over 11 years ago, posts a comment that has five replies. Good idea, John. Why put that pipe back in your mouth when it has someone else's saliva on it? This person has immediately ruined the joke. Yes. <laughs> by explaining it. Yeah. They've done, they've done what Jim Davis did for the entirety of his career. Yeah, says Russell Garfield. Nick JB, 2006, over three years ago, says, but when Garfield got it, John had already used it. So it already had John's... Oh, God, this sucks. Already it's have so John's boring. saliva on it. Potato it's so boring. Back. I hate the comments Wait, section. But if that is true, then why did Garfield put it into his mouth in the first place? Alderbrand just says honey. Uh, Bruh says, I think Lyman's going to come knocking soon. Which, which is true. Uh, Lyman appears in, I think, the next the next comic. I'm uh, not sure. It's so boring. Galactic Yoshi said, yeah, I would wash that first, John. Uh, shouldn't John have washed the pipe first? 
Says Angel Princess, could have been an option, says Majid. This sucks. Fundamentally. Right, this tells us something about the core demographic of Garfield fans. Yeah. They do not appreciate this comic. No, they that's yeah, they don't appreciate it. They don't this appreciate comic. it. And because and, and and in order to kind of have that sense of collective belonging, every single person feels the need to explain what is happening. Mm. It's it's like it reminds me who was it who was going on about something recently about um no, I think it was the very good video game boys. Um, hmm. Small plug for the Dogfeed Network. Um, it's better than it's, this. It's very good. Um, but yeah, so that, I think they were reviewing a game, um, which was a sequel to I want to say, um, oh, what's that one where you walk around in an office? The Stanley Parable. Yeah, sequel, was it that? Yeah, and it was it. The, the, the premise of this game was that um, it was sort of found you you were being taken on a tour of unfinished games by a person who considered themselves to be a great friend and confidant of the person who had made the unfinished games. And as as the game goes on, it turns out that the person who is positioned themselves as a, a confidant and a, you know, someone who can explain it has fundamentally misunderstood um, and projected their own um, uh, interpretations, which are not in the text, onto the games that they are showing you and the fragments of those games and completely ignoring anything that doesn't fit their their kind of, you know, theory. Um, and there's something about that, the need of a certain um, demographic or demographics to explain everything that can't deal with ambiguity in their media. You know, that like the, the TV tropes kind of sections or the comments sections of, of video games in particular or, or media or... Oh well, obviously he means this because this, 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 and this makes him angry. And let's run this. Shit let's into run the this ground. shit into into the ground. Yeah, we, everything has to be explained. There's no scope for ambiguity or subtlety or or something being kind of at the, at the edges of something, something being problematic in in the way that it it straddles two perspectives or holding two ideas simultaneously in your head and both of those having a you know a valid grounding in the text. There's a certain kind of um, particularly in video games, critical approach. I say critical with inverted commas there because it's not a particularly valid one in my opinion, which has to have everything 100% black and white laid out. You know, th- this is, when he did this in the game, this meant that. Um, this this clearly is the right interpretation because, and they can't cope with it being, actually, it could be both. And this comment section <laughs> is the embodiment of that. Every single person here has to explain what is going on. Has to explain the joke while also missing the point. Yes. I think John really isn't a pipe person anyway. (sighs) Yep, that would be gross. To put the pipe back in your mouth after a cat's... After a cat that's had it in his, that's a serious friendship slash trust they share. So now on top of being a beast, childish, lazy and a glut, he now smokes... Does he smoke in later strips too? I think there's a lot of like younger people maybe commenting on this. I don't know who don't understand that everyone smoked. Smokes? Is this the 1940s cartoon? No, it was the 70s. Everyone smoked. John's first two-part comic. Wow. Do you think they can't like everyone smoked in the 80s? Well, I remember everyone smoking mm. in the 80s. The end of the cat who smoked me. Pook Bear will return in for your draw only. <sighs> <sighs> John became Garfield all at the ascended time. Bad post. The cat is going to get mouth cancer. He sure is. Great. Bad post. Cat smoking. My brain is sizzling right now. Help. Cats are the only animal that instinctively rejects God. I <laughs> that quite is, like that. That is a good post. That is a good post. Yep, that, Hungry for quiz. Cats are the only animal 
that instinctively reject God. That person that might now has the, understood this comic. This might now be the title of the episode, I'm afraid, rather than that Starfish Have Four Legs. is a good legs. post. That is a good post. Yes. That is a good post. And then the final comment, Garfield's Pipe Now, I guess. But Every single one of them has felt this compulsion to try to explain the media in to, front of them. Is this Sometimes like, you don't need to say anything. It's nothing, is it? Nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. This like, and the thing is, there's nothing about the quality of this comic. There's nothing about. No. This is very funny. This is very good. No, it's I all, laughed it's at all this. a kind oh, of a collective lowest common denominator. It's just a, this happened in this comic. That's yeah. what this is. But that's what I mean about the 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 kind of the the critique of media that focuses on a very superficial, childlike explanation of of talking in simplistic terms about what is happening in front of you. And this is one of my absolute bugbears because a lot of people think they can do it and they can't. Whereas we talk in complicated terms. Like if you can't if you can't do maths, you know that you can't do maths because you get the wrong answer. A lot of people think they can do sort of critical analysis and they try it, but there's no immediate feedback that tells them they've got the wrong answer, i.e. an answer which is unsupported by the text, which is something that's too much of a reach that has been very poorly argued, that's incoherent, etc., etc. This really annoys me. I recognise that it's an incredibly unpopular position. Get them. Well, it's an incredibly unpopular position because it, it posits that there, you know, there are right and wrong answers in critical analysis, and there are. <laughs> there are some answers, you know. A lot of people say, "Oh, well, you know, it's not. It could. Oh, well, it's. Uh, something. There's no right and wrong answers. Sometimes there fucking are, mate. <laughs> there really are. And and if and and it's hard to teach and it's hard to understand. And a lot of people think they can do it because they can write a sentence and they can't. And it drives me round the fucking bend. And I realise that I've come across as very snobby when I'm saying that, no, but really, it's true. I've really enjoyed that. It is true, though. It really is true. Um, and I've got a little bit of paper that says I'm allowed to say that. Do you want <laughs> really drive, annoys me. Do you want to drive anyway, me round the fucking bend? Is it the common section of the Garfield comments? No, it, it's when people don't go to patreon.com slash IDLM podcast and help support the podcast by chucking us £3 a month. That really funges my tokens. Does it? It really um, earnies my milkman. Yeah. Oh, what if the milkman's cross about us? We need There's to There's twelve milk bottles. We can't. Outside. We have to take some of them in. No milkman can. Carry no, I'm gonna. Bottles. I'm gonna take six in tonight and then put the rest out on Friday because I feel too bad otherwise. <laughs> I am gonna do that. No, we can put. We can just put them on other doorsteps. No. For, for tricks. No, no, I'm gonna have to do that. I feel no. It's taking the piss otherwise. Do you know who hasn't taken the piss? People who've very kindly offered some support on Patreon. Yes, Ali and Louise Adora thank have supported so us on Patreon. Thank you so much. That's very kind of both of you. We really appreciate that. And thank you, of course. Continued apologies for the lack of essay. To Louis a- a- again, recovery happening. But I've got an idea and I'm going to work on it in the next couple of weeks. Okay. And it's if to I, do, if I hold you to that. It's to do with critical analysis. Okay. And, and the concept thereof. Nice. Um if you can support us, that would be nice. But if you can't, like, well, I'm not going to tell you what £3 is worth to you. Don't worry about it if you can't. Uh, we may, we basically use that as a kind of cudgel to force us and into it, yeah, doing and it. it. And it, and it helps pay for hosting. hosting. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, if you'd like to support this in a non-pecuniary way, uh, you can leave ratings and reviews on your, your apples. And yes. you can tell people about it. Um, it's Thank a pleasant you. thing to do. It is. 
Uh, and we will never have adverts on this. So we keep sorry, I, honestly, I keep getting emails to Raycast saying no, no sign up to this. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you no. want to buy a mattress, buy a mattress. It's not my fucking problem. Uh, you can tweet at the podcast, IDLM Podcast, over on Twitter, and please do a drawing of this and let us know what you think this comic strip sounds like if you've not seen it. Sounds like. Looks like with your eyes, with your ear sounds, your eye sounds. Find Catherine on Twitter at Wangleberry and buy some of her art on chickenscratch.co.uk. It's genuinely nice. You can find me on Twitter at BrainMage and, oh, I should be doing a crossword as we speak, uh, twitch.tv forward slash BrainMage, where I do things like uh, solve cryptic crosswords and drop Lego Optimus Primes in a moment of stomach-churning horror. Um... I think that's about it. Thank you very yeah. much for listening, everybody. We Thank do really you, appreciate everyone. it. Thank you, everyone. Have a lovely day. Uh, Catherine, what's your opinion about Mondays? Uh, I don't think they are very good.